Hi there, my name's Adam Parr. I'm the podcast host, the Parr City Podcast. In this podcast, you'll be listening to me connect with people from different walks of life, from the military to people in the music industry to people in the self-help industry and many other areas of life. In this podcast, I'll be talking about topics from self-help, mental health, motivation, spirituality, mindset, society, current affairs, and much, much more. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, share, and let me know your feedback. My main intention on this podcast is to have a positive impact. For you, the the listener, to take something positive from it, to apply something positive into your life from this. Now, with without further ado, let's get into this podcast and enjoy. Hi, and thanks for tuning into the Positive Podcast. I'd just like you to take a few seconds to check out my good friend's business. Jara Young creates marlas, beads, bracelets, necklaces, waist bracelets, and many more amazing items and pieces of jewellery, necklaces, and earrings, and much more. She uses crystals, gems, gold, and lots of other amazing accessories that piece together these amazing bracelets that she creates all by hand. She's a really good friend of mine, and if you check out her Instagram, it's Jara Young Designs, J-A-R-A Young Designs. And if you go on her link, you can check out her Etsy page. I'll also also be putting the Etsy page in the bio as well. So please check out her awesome content and her awesome jewellery that she makes. Thank you. Hi, and welcome to the Positive Podcast. In this episode, I'm joined by Heather Ewing. Heather is a founding president of Abstract Commercial Real Estate in Wisconsin. She's also a national speaker, a Wisconsin retail expert, retail broker. We talk about motivation, mm-hmm. mindset, her journey into this work, positivity, entrepreneurship, business, and much more. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Tuning in, trying to find out how to win. Go along and tell a friend. Marathon, you know the game. Keep on running, never end. Getting better, make a man. Adam got it, Adam got it, Adam got it, Adam got it. Positivity, 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 Tune in. Heather, it's, um, it's great talking on the podcast there. How are you doing? Great. Thanks for having me, Adam. No, you're welcome. It's, it's great to have you on. And um, yeah, I just kind of thought I'd introduce you and um, kind of talk about how you kind of got into the work that you do because you're currently in like real estate and um, you own the other CEO and founder of Abstract Real Estate as well. Correct. Kind of, Abstract that kind Commercial of like, Real Estate in Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah. And how did you kind of get into that kind of like field? Definitely. Well, it's definitely a unique one. 
And I, I often joke that it's kind of like two separate lives, right? So many years ago, I was in the operations arena for 11 years of capacity planning and forecasting, overseas buys, negotiations, running the plant floor, things of that nature. And then I, I joke that I had a, my early midlife crisis in my early 30s, and I started asking myself, what do I really want to do? What would make me feel full of life? That type of thing. And so I uh, ended up years later getting into real estate and just really liked the arena. I found it interesting. And then approximately six, seven years ago, I got into the commercial arena. And with that, I just fell in love with it. It was a really creative process, but also you really have to have a lot of grit and determination. And it's working with these just great clients and customers the properties, I, I see them as art on a grand scale. And it's it's the mixed use developments, it's the standalones, it's the strip centers. So it was just a really unique, challenging, but also a very rewarding area. And uh, long story short, that's kind of how I got into it. That's awesome. And I, I think as well, like in that work, it must be pretty rewarding to see, you know, like the start and the finish and the kind of you know, the, the blueprints of the building and the layout before, you know, becomes what it is. Definitely. And that's where, too, I work with a lot of landlords and also developers. And as you can imagine, as you're alluding to, the development process is very creative, intriguing. And so when I do meet with developers, is we actually talk before it's built and constructed of good parameters for retail. So what can I share with them that will add value so that they're able to lease their at-grade retail more quickly. And this is where we end up talking about parking spaces, underground, vehicle counts, ceiling heights, patio spaces, various intricacies. And that's where working with restaurants, fast casuals, and food-related, we end up talking about HVAC venting and all these different pieces of the puzzle. So it is very creative. It's fun. And it's really nice to see then as it does go through the construction process, watch it to shift, change, and evolve. Um, it's a really great joint venture. And each, each group plugs in from brokerage, obviously, construction. You have your architects and so on. So it's a, it's a really neat adventure and venture. That's, that's awesome. And I think like with that as well, you can develop like a lot of skills, I suppose, as well. And I think you're constantly kind of pushing out your comfort zone and networking and developing relationships with people, which I, yeah, I think is, is massively key, especially probably in that oh, business definitely. as well. And it's, it's your reputation, isn't it? And people can mention you to a people and it's like, you know, how you hold yourself and what you do as well, isn't it? It all kind of, it all interlinks. And I suppose in that line of work, a lot of people as you mentioned, like parking spaces and all these kind of little tiny things that all matter. People probably don't always always think about those things. You know, little tiny, exactly. you know, like spaces and gaps and probably trees in the way and that kind of thing. <laughs> and then too, with the mixed use, which I, I work with quite frequently, mixed use is retail at grade. So it's your restaurant, your fast casual, uh, could be fitness, spa salon, at grade and then you have your residential above that so it, it is very intricate and each of us are our own brand 
which you can relate to as well. I think that spans all industries that it it's really being open and living up to your word. So setting expectations that you will deliver upon and even exceed. And with that, I think that's one of the integral parts of business is really showing up as you are in that aligned manner and really sharing your gifts and expertise. And that's how people seek you out and also through the referrals. And, and in my business, referral is, is a major component of that re revenue generation. And with it too is really guiding people through the process or filling in the gap for your expertise. So it is, it's a neat way to connect. And with the networking and cold calling, prospecting, all of those, you have to be comfortable in discomfort. And the nice thing about that is as you continually step up to the plate per se, is that you gain confidence, you gain momentum, and you know that you'll deliver on what you say you will. And if it's out of your wheelhouse, that's where you refer it on. Uh, so it's really knowing your space of where you add value, being true to that. And at the end of the day, it comes down to helping people. I think it's really that simple. Uh, my tagline is it's beyond retail, it's living fully. I fully mm -hmm. embrace that and believe in that because as I work with these developers or even landlords, you're creating something for the community. And with that, it enhances the, the lives of the people living in that development or near the property. And with that, then they, they feel more energized, more exuberant, they have more give more, life is easier. And it just ripples out in that manner. So to me, it's it's a great way to earn an income, to provide value, and to really create a beautiful space and environment that we live in. Yeah, I think that's I think that's definitely key what you mentioned. And I think as well, you're providing value to people on a massive scale. Whereas you're you're kind of taking someone's vision, aren't you, as well, with that, you know, the blueprint of what they kind of want to create and you're like facilitating right. all of these things to interconnect to to provide that and i think it must be rewarding doing that as well providing you know if you can provide value to someone in that way on a massive scale by uh, if, if they want to have a shopping center or a gym or you know or a set of flats or a building and that's going to provide you know people work as well if there's you know kind of retail stores there or if that's you know someone's new home or there's all these other little kind of things kind of within that isn't there Definitely. And that's where too, what I love about it is that these business owners, they're passionate about what they do. And that I love being around passionate people. No one is forcing them to do this. They are there on their own accord. It's their dream. It's for some, it's their, their life savings, right? Their 401k, maybe they wagered it all in on a particular business or with the large nationals that I work with. It's kind of a churn and burn. They have a prototype, they have specific parameters, but at the same time, you're still providing value. And the nice thing with my experience is I've been in Madison, Wisconsin. I, I grew up here, so I, I joke that I'm homegrown. And with that, I'm able to offer the site selection and other facets of the deal through brokerage that they might need. And so no matter matter where I'm plugging in, whether it's the local, the regional, the national client, is that you're able to help them and you're able to make their day easier. And it goes beyond 
the fun artistic, that's where too I, I will represent clients at plan commission meetings for liquor licenses, just really helping them through the process. Additional patio space. I speak on behalf of developers for additional story height. And it's it's really multifaceted. I don't think you could ever be bored in commercial real estate. And one of the other uh, aspects that I like is that if you have a growth mindset, you will always be fulfilled because you learn more and more. There's so many different facets of commercial real estate that it's uh, it's unending. And that's another attribute that I love. I think that I think that's important as you mentioned as well, that like growth mindset and especially say in business to have that that right mindset must be key because it's like you said, how you show up, how you show up to work and how you come across and how you appear to other people. Because I think people naturally sometimes can say judge or try, you know, they they create a picture of somebody who they see. As like you said, if, if you're you know, it's how you show up for yourself and for your business. And it's all these little tiny things that all kind of add up together, isn't it? Those kind of like 1% start all kind of make a big thing. Exactly. And that's where essentially having a vision. Mm. And I think what happens is a lot of time people don't have a vision. And when they approach something, whether it's career, relationship, fitness, whatever realm you're looking at, without a clear vision, you don't know where you're going. The vision is the first step. And then you break it down into tangible action steps. And that's where too, when I shifted from the operations arena that I went to college for, uh, was in for 11 years, I ended up creating a timeline. And it feels very awkward because you're just, you know, sketching something out on paper. And it's like, well, how real is this, right? But you put a rough timeline and then you start working towards it. And it's natural to have doubts. It's natural to have fears. And that's where I think you look at them and then you make the choice of what you're going to do. And again, I don't recommend doing it willy nilly. Um, I kind of did that back in the day, but um, I learned a lot from it. And there's a lot of things I would have changed as well. I'm still very grateful, but I think there's a better way of doing it. And that's where, when I talk to people, I like to express that and, um, to just make it more manageable and also more enjoyable. But having that vision is going to help people on the days where they feel like I'm putting so much time, energy, and resources in, where's my return? And I'm a big distance runner. And I liken it to that as well of, I know that I'm gonna go out and run my lake loop on a Saturday morning, which is about 12 miles. And I know at different points, I'm going to feel like I didn't really want to do this. Why am I doing it? You know, my legs hurt, whatever excuses bubble up. But then I remind myself of why I am. And the nice thing is, as you get used to feeling the excuses and, you know, the immediate little discomforts of anything in life, you move beyond it. And that brings so much confidence and just zeal that it's hard to put into words, but it's a feeling, it's an emotion. And then you just know that rinse and repeat. So I apply all of that to commercial real estate. I apply that to other facets of life. So I would say vision, Adam. Yeah, I, I really I really like what you just mentioned there. And I think as you mentioned, it's, it's important, isn't it, to have that vision 
you know that to have that kind of direction of what area you want to go in and to put in that that work because once you like as you said you've got that vision you can kind of gravitate towards it and it's like a map isn't it you're kind of mapping yourself to where okay. you want to go otherwise it's kind of pinballing around right just trying to find it and i think it, it's really important to have that and that's something you know i've been learning as well to try and have a, you know more of a direction of wherever you want to go in mm-hmm. and, and, and like you said listening to yourself as well isn't it like you have to listen to yourself and i think yeah. it's great that you know like how how you can apply exercise and something like that to a lot of different things you know in work and your mindset because it's it kind of goes hand in hand doesn't it and, definitely i agree completely you need to have the positive mindset and there's days or just, you know, different moments within the day where it just feels like, Oh, <laughs> you know, yeah. like that did not go as I had planned. But again, you can have to let yourself accept those moments. Right. And that's where I joke that sometimes you have to pull up your, I joke, pull up my big girl pants and just, you shake it off, you move on. And it's, again, it's, um, there's always going to be things we can't control we didn't expect, but it's really staying the course and having the commitment, commitment to self, commitment to your client, commitment to your cause, right? Just like, I'm sure you have your days too, of like, what was that? Mm. But you shake it off and you continue forward. And what happens is too many people give up on themselves too early. And I think sometimes they feel that if something's meant for them, it's going to be pretty simple and all doors will open. I, I personally don't think that's the case. I think it's, you have moments of that at different times, but I think as we become uh, more aligned of who we are and just stronger people in general, that you have to break through the old glass ceiling in your own life. And mm-hmm. we continue to go through that series as we elevate, as we become more, as we become more, there's more expectations, there's more demands, but we're also servicing people in in bigger and larger and more expansive ways so i I think life is just a series of that and i don't think there's ever going to be a time where you just feel like you have it all together forever right um i think also circumstances mirror back to you kind of where you're at and here's my example of what i mean um in the beginning when i was in real estate you don't know anything right you're learning you're gathering information you learn what works for you in servicing clients, what doesn't, sales, uh, also the intricacies of the different deals, the process flow and, and all of that. And I think people really need a mentor. Those are you know always going to help you get further along. And I think too, I remember questioning myself in the beginning of, am I gonna be able to do this? Do I have what it takes? Um, you know, all of those types of questions versus asking, what would it take? What do I need to learn to bring myself to the next step and things of that nature? So you can feel the difference, right? And with that, I noticed that as I committed to myself and just said, Heather, this is unlike, you know, it's it's just like your runs and these other things where you set a goal and you attained it. You stuck the landing. This is no different. And as I committed to myself and just said, you're not backing out, (laughs) the interesting thing is clients also committed to me versus waffling. So there was always this direct correlation and I found that fascinating. And the nice thing is over time learning uh, and just 
really educating myself, having mentorship and being in the industry for many years, I'm not going anywhere. And that's where too, then I made the commitment to start my business. And, and I love it because I'm able to service people in a manner that I see as ideal to really guide them to deliver on an amazing result for them and to make them money. And again, enrich lives. So uh, life mirrors to you what, what you're thinking. Mm. That's, that's definitely so important. And I, and I agree. And I think with that, as you said, you know, what you, what you think you attract, don't you, and how you perceive yourself and how you perceive things. And, and, and each, you know, there are going to be days where it's difficult and there's discomfort and there's like, part of your mind might be telling you, oh, I can't be bothered today or I'm feeling tired or X, Y, Z. But as you push through that, you kind of grow, you kind of grow through that. And as you said, you know, say you're running or working out, that, that pain and discomfort doesn't seem as massive, as big as it used to be. And I think mm-hmm. like with what you're doing, it's that, it's that higher purpose, isn't it? It's that, that purpose and that mission as to why you're, you're doing what you're doing. And that you're providing other people, um, you know, more enriched lives through your work and, and, and relationships. So it's all this interconnectedness, isn't it, where you have, you know, your role and part to play. And I think it's great that you have found something that you enjoy and you love and you're passionate about. I think that's something that we should all kind of be doing. Definitely. And I think that's where, too, the earlier careers or anything that people have tried, it's really a series of helping you understand yourself. What do you like? What makes you want to get out of bed and go for the day? And also, what do you dislike? Both are very helpful in helping you to narrow down something that's of interest to you. And that's where also, I think people want, they want to know the one career that will make them happy from now until they cross over, right? And I think people are looking for guarantees. and quite frequently people shift, change and evolve. And so even though you start in one space, you know, maybe you'll adjust different things within the business and stay in that realm. And sometimes people, you know, spent five years and then they transition into another career arena. I think it is on average about five years, but um, you'll see some people transition a lot and others are in one um, for 30, 40 years. So I was the one that took a while to find it, but uh, very grateful that I did take the time to explore who I am, what I am, uh, what drives me, what doesn't. And, you know, it, it was not easy. There was a lot of, um, you know, a lot of growing pains, if you want to say, but it was a determination to figure it out. Because I remember seeing, you know, so many people that, especially here in the States, a lot of times, people in the eight to five, they, they end their day at five. And I just remember too, seeing just this person, their eyes were dead and you could just see the look on their face of thank God the day is over. And I also remember those days. I worked at great companies. They were at the top of their industry, good, good coworkers. I just wasn't in an arena that fueled me. So every day it was like drudgery. And then it was also a choice point of, okay, do you choose to live this way? Because everything is always a choice. It may not be easy, but you just start making a step, a step, and a step, and they lead to a path. And 
different things like that really had an impression upon me or people that go to their graves unhappy because they never tried. I personally would rather look like an idiot at different times throughout life and try something than to have never tried. And um, I remember when I first started trying things, I was scared out of my gourd because I was so used to what was expected. And I think it's it's each person's duty to themselves and others to explore that and not let the excuses slow you down or stop you, I should say. Um, I think they will slow you down at times, but um, it's people's choice whether to finish the, the trail or not. Yeah, I think, that, I think that's really, really important what you mentioned. And, you know, like you're living your passion, trying things out and living a satisfied life where you can you can see what you went you know where you've grown what you've tried what you've disliked and that growth process because i think like life is a, is a process isn't it and people sometimes think Definitely. it's just a to be and like you said i we all i think there's a lot of growth to take place from those jobs isn't they that we don't like i think we can grow a lot and, and learn a lot in that but i think like ultimately you have to make a decision do i want to stay in this what you know like so asking yourself those questions and just take that leap of faith, isn't it? And just try things out rather than, you know, like I'm on the same page with as you, you know, trying different things out, making mistakes yeah. and, and looking back and looking at, you know, okay, I tried that, you know, it didn't work. I tried it. You know, I, I took something from it, isn't it? I think that's, that's, yeah. I think how people should be and to, to have that mindset and not to have regret, you know, later on. I think that's definitely really important. I agree. I think too, by trying different things, you meet neat people, you acquire different skills. If you would have told me in college uh, that I would be in commercial real estate and have my own firm, even, even five years ago, I would have said, you're full of it. Yeah. But it's so interesting how things evolve and uh, you know, I feel very fortunate. It's one of those, I am by no means perfect myself. The, the thing that I do feel that I have given myself though, is a lot of freedom and also of allowing myself to utilize my skills and, and to bring who I am to commercial real estate. And that's something nice. And that's where too, um, you know, both operations and commercial real estate, I've always worked with primarily men. But at the same time, I'm so used to that. And it was interesting because when I got into commercial real estate, people were asking me, well, aren't you afraid or aren't you nervous? And, and it just seemed like such an odd question. And I think for myself, I really see it as everyone with a similar goal. It's not male versus female. When I, when I go to meetings or um, for a, a listing contract or something like that, that's the last thing from my mind. What I actually think is that, you know, we're all here to help and it's all to really advance people, businesses, the city. And I think it's nice having a balance. So I think a lot of it too is again, what's the story you're telling yourself? Uh, you know, because if I, if I were to say that it's going to be hard and this, that, and the other thing, well, that would be the result in my opinion. But I believe that 
people just need to realize their value. And you also realize your value through trying different things, moving through those uncomfortable spots, growing. And I think everyone, anyone can do anything in my opinion. And again, that's just Heather. But um, I think it's really, do you want it? And if you want it, just focus on how you can use your skills and not worry about the other stuff. Um, when it's interesting because I'm looking for agents to grow my firm. And last summer, I reached out to the university. The University of Wisconsin-Madison is the top real estate school in the country. So great, great caliber, obviously, great students. They're young, they're zealous. And it was interesting because I had over 20 applications right away, which surprised me. And there was a marked difference in the confidence level between the boys and the girls. And, um, you know, I found that that interesting. And at the same time, I don't think it has to be a um, by sex. I think it's really of uh, people developing their own confidence, but I also think it's really helpful to have strong role models with that. Um, what's interesting in the commercial realm, I have my first female role model for the most part. And it's been several years, but at the same time, I am so grateful to all the guys that stepped up and helped me to learn different facets or if I called and, and things of that nature. So I think whatever you're looking for, kind of looping back to the beginning of our conversation, you're going to find it. So set it for something that's going to be positive and, and really reap good benefits for everyone. Yeah, I think, that, I think that's really great. I think that's really great advice. And I think with that as well, you know, like not being like, you know, so stereotypical or, you know, kind of judging in that way, as you said, where some people are like that, they will, they will look at things from that point of view. And I remember when I, I did my coaching course, mm -hmm. I was like one of like four guys. Right, right. <laughs> you know, so there was that and it made me think and I realized it and I was like, you know, it's probably, there are more men, there are more men now in that profession, but you know, I think there's, there's a lot of women in that profession as well. And I think it's, I, I, the way I see it is, you know, we're all people, we've all got our own uh, life and, you know, you, I think you can't separate someone because of the gender, can you? And I think it's, you know, like being open-minded and, you know, we're all people at the end of the day right. and, you know, you're going to learn things from men, you're going to learn things from women. It's, you know, right. it, it kind of, it's, it works that way, doesn't it? Well, and it's kind of like a recipe, right? You have a lot of different ingredients versus one or two. You can make a meal with one or two ingredients. It's going to be a little flat. As you add in more into that recipe, it's going to be more flavorful. It's going to be more tasty. You know, maybe it, it starts as one flavor in the beginning and on the end you have a little spice or sweetness or something of that nature. So I think it's really bringing a culmination of those different things together to allow you to do your best and also to yeah. enjoy it because each of those people add an experience to your life that, again, I think it's a perception thing. You can see uh, different people, careers, jobs, what, what have you as uh, the worst thing, or you can flip the switch and see how it's maybe made you a better person, or maybe you acquired a new skill set, or maybe you let, let this old 
bad habit go? So everyone plugs in in a unique way. And it, again, perception and vision, they tie in. Yeah, no, that's definitely a great point. And I, and I agree. I think that's, that's something we should all you know, take on board in our lives. And um, I was thinking as well, like, do you have any like favorite books that you've been reading? Because I remember like when, before we came on, we you mentioned a book you just read. Yeah, I actually have the one here. The one awesome. thing. <laughs> so this, I, uh, I recently got a designation. It's the CCIM. It's for commercial investment member. Uh, in the real estate realm, it's a big one. About 6% of the population has it. So it's, uh, it's very small within the commercial real estate realm, but but mighty. And I had picked this book up. I was testing in Washington last summer. And the one thing what I really like about what I like about it is that it narrows it down. I don't know about you and other viewers, but I'll have just a, a myriad of all these different things or ideas of what needs to get done. So I'll do a brain dump onto the paper. And that's where it's really about simplifying it. And this was a great reminder of what is the one thing I need to do today to be most effective, uh, to advance my career, my life, things of that nature. So it, I keep it nearby because it's so easy to, to think that there's 200 things that have to be done. It's like, what is the one thing? What about you? Yeah, that's awesome. It sounds like a great book. And I'll, I'll definitely have to check it out. And um, yeah, I, I've been reading a book recently that I've nearly finished called, um, it's called The Third Door. Oh. It's, it's by a guy called um, Alex Banyan. And he basically talks about, basically, it's, it's a true story in his life. He was basically setting out to interview certain people, like people in the business world. Right. And he basically talks about, you know, three doors in life. There's, you know, kind of one way you go in. There's, you know, you queue in the VIP area or you kind of go around the back. Like there's always, you know, another avenue around basically kind of getting your needs met, if that makes sense. If you're trying to, mm-hmm. you know, kind of reach out to people or secure opportunities. Right. So it's pretty interesting because he was, you know, he was having lots of setbacks, but he was ultimately, um, not, I don't want to give too much away, but he basically won on a game show. Um, <laughs> and yeah, he talks about, you know, different opportunities and how we, you know, try to pivot to try and interview, you know, a lot of different people. And um, yeah, it's pretty interesting because I think in life there are opportunities there, aren't they? I think it's, it's kind of how you kind of go around it. I agree completely. And what's interesting too is when you did first mention the three doors, it reminded me of, um, you know, I think when we're younger, we see things as very binary, either right mm-hmm. or it's wrong. And one of the gifts I would say of uh, moving forward in life too is realizing that it's not good or bad and it's really seeing all the different options available. And that's where too, a lot of times when I'm negotiating deals for clients, there will naturally be, you know, pop up into my mind of either it's going to go through or not. And then it's like, okay, now let's bring my creativity to this negotiation. And you start, you know, envisioning it through the landlord developer eye, you develop, you envision it through the tenant's eyes, and then what are different ways it can be structured. And that's where sometimes I think those answers pop up right away. And sometimes it's almost like a stew. They have to, you know, you plant the seed of what would it take to, to really bring a good 
deal for both sides. And sometimes then out for a run or different things in, during the day, something will pop up where it's like, oh, I like that. And maybe I can tweak this or adjust this or hmm. on this deal I did a couple of years ago, you know, I structured it this way, which is a benefit. So I like that the three doors or just the multi-dimension Mm. Um, of thinking because it's not just one or the other typically there's um there's a, there's a lot more in there mm. yeah that's a really good point you mentioned and i think like you know listen to yourself isn't it and there's mm-hmm. there's over you know as you said of growing up it's always you know left or right and you know there's always different avenues we can kind of go around and um yeah just thinking like where can people find you on like social media and like your, your website and that kind of thing as well Definitely. So they can find me on my website, abstractcommercialrealestate.com. Additionally, I'm on LinkedIn, Facebook. I've got a Facebook page as well. Just new to Instagram. I got a wonderful virtual assistant. She's amazing. And she's been helping me uh, move more of my message and listings and, and sharing things with people through those methods. Yeah, no, that's great, and I'll, and I'll put all of those in the uh, in the bio for you as well. And Perfect. I just, just want to also say, you know, a massive thank you to your sister Elliot Woods, who I had on yes. previously, for you know building the bridge for this connection, and um, I really, right. really appreciate it. And I'm I'm happy, you know, we was able to do this as well. Oh, definitely. I know. I already thanked her, and it was so nice to meet you, Adam. She speaks very yeah. highly of your of you, and it's been fun too watching some of your other podcasts and. Uh, Kudos to you. Congratulations. And if I can ever be a resource here in the States, by all means, please do reach out. Yeah. Yeah. No, I really appreciate that. It really means a lot. And I, I really appreciate it. And, you know, thank you. And I, you know, I wish you continued success and, and everything that you're doing as well. And, I, and I'll definitely promote your content as well. Um, oh, if you ever need you. anything. Being and likewise. Yeah. All right. Oh, I appreciate Thanks so much, Adam. It. You're welcome. All right. Have a great Bye-bye. day and I wish you all the best. Bless. You too. So I'm trying to find the stop button. Here it is. <laughs> I know. So, uh- got it. Adam. Got it. Adam. Got it. Parsivity. 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 Hi, I'd like to say a massive thank you for listening to the podcast. I really hope that you was able to take some positive value away from this episode. I'm also on YouTube at The Positivity Podcast. If you would like, share and comment or subscribe, it would really help my channel to grow. I'm also a certified and accredited life coach that helps people to live a more fulfilling life and to achieve their goals. Any questions, any feedback for my podcast, you can email me at thepositivitypodcast at gmail.com. And any inquiries for life coaching, goal setting or mentoring, please email me also at the same email address, thepositivitypodcast at gmail.com. Now, I hope you have a great day and stay tuned for more episodes. Take care. Hi, and thank you for tuning into the Positive Podcast. I would just like to announce that I have just recently created a 
Facebook group for listeners and for people who would like to network with other podcasters and to network with other people who listen to the podcast as well. The link can be found in the bio of my profile as well as the bio of my episodes and the Facebook group um, is called The Positive to People. All you have to do is send a re- invite request and I'll accept it for you to join. I hope to see you there. Have a great day. Take care. Hi, and thanks for listening to the Positive Podcast. If you yourself has a story that you'd like to share to be on the podcast, please let me know at thepositivepodcast at gmail.com. Or if you know somebody that has a story that they would like to share or their experience from life, please tell them to get in touch with me at thepositivepodcast at gmail.com. So yeah, see you soon. Take care.